Welcome to Why I Hate Your Podcast. These days, there are a lot of podcasts to choose from. This is another one. I'm Crystal, and each week my brother Sean and I meet up to talk about two podcasts and why we hate them, or don't. Join us and we might help you find your new favorite podcast, or save you from wasting time on a podcast you might hate. So this week we are taking a left turn down Wholesome Street, at least initially. We are going to be reviewing a podcast called The Unmade Podcast, and I think this week we're going to be really testing testing your patience for banter, um, as both of our podcasts this week feature a lot of banter. So The Unmade Podcast is um, an independent podcast. The two hosts are Brady Heron and Tim Hine. Brady Heron is a... He's an Australian educational YouTuber. He lives in England, though, uh, and he hosts several podcasts, but I think he's more well-known as a YouTuber. He ha- has multiple YouTube channels, including Number File, Periodic Videos, and several others. And he started this podcast with his best friend from childhood, Tim Hine, who still lives in Australia. And basically, every week they get together, and the concept is they talk about ideas for podcasts that they'll never actually make. There are a few exceptions. They've recorded special bonus episodes of some of their better ideas. But in general, each week, it's the two of them getting together to bring together some ideas for podcasts that they'll never make. It's still true that that's part of the podcast, but it has expanded into something a little bit more kind of conversational. There's a lot of in-jokes. There's a lot of things that have come up and sort of taken over parts of the podcast, such as the whole sofa shop thing, which we'll discuss, and the spoon of the week and several different other elements of the podcast that have sort of organically developed over time, which can make it a bit challenging for new folks to join in. I started listening when it was originally launched because I listened to another podcast that Brady Heron is a co-host on, which is Hello Internet with CGP Gray. But this particular podcast, I think it's been out for, I think, probably around two years now, maybe a little bit longer. And I, I did give you kind of a, to give it its best shot, I <laughs> gave you a list of episodes to kind of try to cover some of the in-jokes. Um, so if you are going to end up starting to listen to this, you'll you'll sort of know what they're talking about when they reference the sofa shop jingle or... Uh, the Money for Nothing cover, things like that. I, I know I gave you a long list of episodes. I think you made it through like three before we're getting together to record, right? Yes, that's correct. So you gave me a curated list of episodes to go through and you'd kind of warned me ahead of time saying, okay, a lot of in-jokes, a lot of banter. It's the stuff <laughs> that nightmares are made of for me uh, when it comes to podcasts. And and they have their their library of episodes. It's, it's quite significant. Mm-hmm. So that stuff is very daunting because... You know, everyone wants to be in on the joke, but when you have no idea, it's like, okay, I I just won't listen to it. Mm -hmm. So I decided, yes, I'll take your curated list and I will listen to the best of my ability. And uh, you had me start off with episode five, which is called World Exclusive 27, which is called Misunderstood. Episode 31, Unmade by Berkowitz. And then I think there was like a, it didn't have an episode name to it, but it was something about bean dip or, um, or bean. <laughs> I can't remember the name. So it, it was the, it was the inaugural bean dish quiz, but yeah, yes, it was a special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that when I listened to episode five, I was incredibly bored with it. I struggled really hard to get through that. And honestly, if I didn't have a plane ride this uh, past two weeks, I probably wouldn't have listened to any more of it, but 
I uh, decided to make the best use of my playing right, and I kept listening to it. And the second episode I listened to, episode 27, Misunderstood, it was much different experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually started really appreciating it. And uh, now, it, for me, like Brady, I'm a big fan of Brady, because I, I was, before we started this podcast, I was kind of more in the YouTube world, which there is some overlap in audiences. And I loved, I already was aware of Brady from number files, periodic videos, 60 symbols, you know, all the science uh, videos. But, you know, of course, Tim, I I had no idea who he was, but their chemistry is some of the best chemistry of any podcast I've listened to yet, which is what one of the things I really, really enjoy. And the banter itself is very, at least for the episodes I listen to, is very targeted because Mm -hmm. there's literally almost no intro, right, to the podcast, which is great. And transitions between their subjects are incredibly short, but their banter, they save it for when they're discussing the podcast idea, at least from the episodes I've listened to. And they may get off track because they're just kind of thinking through like what this podcast would look like and they sometimes get off track. But the banter they have is always about what they're talking about, uh, this, Mm -hmm. you know, podcast that they'll never make. And their chemistry is really good. They're very, both of them are very funny. It seems like Brady really enjoys kind of ribbing Tim a bit. Um, yes. Uh, so he, he makes fun of, you know, all in good humor. Uh, he makes fun of Tim a lot. And uh, and for some reason, Tim's laugh, he's got this very hairy laugh that's just, it's kind of infectious. Anyway, so we go and see it. We go and see Jurassic Park and it's really amazing. And, and you know, it is, it's, you know, blows us away. Ah. And um, yeah. and then as we and, and we're leaving and so forth and the final scene of Jurassic Park as they're flying away in the helicopter, you know, is these winged <laughs> creatures. <laughs> and, and I was winged sort of creatures. for some reason I had it in my head. Oh well, you know there are dinosaurs everywhere. So I commented on the the pterodactyls. <laughs> Yeah, you thought the, you thought they were leaving it open for a sequel, and these were pterodactyls flying away from the island. I at the thought same there time were the, uh, there were pterodactyls, and 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 then bro, and you just did one of your hilarious pointing and laughing at me kind of. We pointed it's birds, it's birds, <laughs> and the, but the, they were pelicans. That's right. That I, the final, but that that's the whole. But the, that's the the narrative thread is held together by the fact that he thought the Sam Neill character, what's his name again? His his character thinks that the dinosaurs evolved into birds, and that's like a, a yeah, <laughs> like a book ending kind it's of closing. It's closing the circle as he looks at the birds meaningfully at the end. Yeah, yeah. totally these, missed these that. These peaceful creatures that we live in harmony with now, and yeah, <laughs> and you think it's like <laughs> teeing up the sequel as these pterodactyls go tearing off the island. <laughs> Everyone's coming away with this kind of peaceful, relaxed mood of, oh, wasn't that lovely the way they closed the circle? And there's Tim all hyped up for the sequel where pterodactyls invade California. But it was, it was, I was actually really enjoying the final scene going, oh, what a beautiful scene. Look, they've got the pterodactyls flying off with the helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, that. <laughs> I was actually admiring it, like thinking, oh, that's perfect. That's beautiful. <laughs> The, the best thing would be is if years later Spielberg gives an interview saying, no one appreciated my pterodactyl scene. They all thought they were pelicans. <laughs> yeah, it, the first episode, episode five, I just it, it was a real struggle. But after that, I started actually listening to it and I actually started appreciating it. Yeah, and I probably wasn't, I probably shouldn't have had you start with episode five, but it was the first mention of the sofa shop and that's become such a sort of thread through their whole series that I... I 
if you were going to listen to future episodes, you'd be very confused by the references to it, you know, if you hadn't heard that. So it wasn't one of their stronger episodes for sure. Like the ideas were not super great. And they were also very, very early on in the, the making of the podcast. And Brady, while he's very experienced, he's obviously a very good editor. There are episodes where they will have visual components. So on their YouTube channel for the podcast, he'll put up, you know, whatever visual pictures they're talking about. Um, or video or things like that. So it, it can be a little more interactive from a YouTube perspective. But he's really good at putting it all together in the production of it, obviously, because that's like his his job. And Tim, I mean, Tim's never done anything like this from, from what I understand. He's a pastor, so he's used to speaking in front of people. But he, he just started this because him and Brady are best friends and Brady talked him into it. So, um, but you're right. I think what makes this podcast so great is the hosts. It's The idea is cool. I mean, it's... It's an interesting concept to just come up with random podcast ideas, and sometimes they're they've had some real jewels over the years. Like um, I don't know if one of the episodes I mentioned or that you listened to had this. I don't think it did, but one of their more infamous episodes was about a podcast where it's a sports commentary podcast or a sports opinion podcast, but it's about a sport that they completely make up. Tommy Ball. Yes, Tommy Ball. Okay, so they they did make a mention of that. It may have been in episode twenty seven. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And they were actually kind of, it was a very quick mention, but they were actually very self-aware in that episode saying, it's unfortunate that readers or listeners are not going to have any idea what's going on. And that was back in episode 27. So I'm assuming their whole in jokes and like just the long buildup of these, of this kind of universe that they have within their podcast. <laughs> uh, it, it's a long train. It, it is a long journey in that it, it does kind of, it's going to make it hard for people to uh, it, it increases the barrier of entry, really. Yeah, and that was one of the things I, I you have to you have to mark against it is that it it does have a real high barrier to entry. I think, like I said, I think episode five it's it's only important because it is the first mention of the sofa shop. Twenty seven is just a great episode. I think the unmade by Berkowitz episode thirty one was specifically where I think. I think that's the one where Tim actually went to visit the sofa shop because it had been or, or no, maybe it was just because he discovered that it had been bought out by Berkowitz or something. And I mean, it's it's evolved. That particular in joke slash thread has evolved so much that they have fans submitting covers of that jingle. They've probably played. And that's one of the things they play at the intro to the podcast now is fan submitted covers of the jingle. Um, so that's the kind of podcast this is. It's about the relationship between these two people and naturally any relationship between two good friends is going to have references and in jokes and it's what makes it great but it does make it a high barrier to entry and I think I I almost feel like they need to have on their website some kind of guide like here's all the references and here's where you can hear about them if you want to go back and here's like a summary of why we bring them up like a little wiki or something because I think it would probably make it a lot easier for somebody to sort of dive in I mean their most recent episode was when Tim was or when Brady was visiting Tim in Australia they tracked down the original producer slash writer and singer of that jingle the sofa shop jingle and did like a live jam recording session in the studio with them so that's how far this has gone as an in-joke slash just it's it's now a major component of the podcast, right? And if you just pick that episode up and start listening to it, you'd be completely confused as to what the heck is going on. <laughs> right. And it's good that, you know, I, I started with episode five, even though I thought I found that one to be very hard for me to get through because episode 31, Unmade by Berkowitz, was a hilarious episode. 
but it, re- it entirely <laughs> requires the viewer or the listener to know what the whole sofa shop is. And it's almost a shame because that, that episode was so funny and it was so good that it there's going to be people who won't be able to enjoy it because of that. And like I said, like I said, it, I think they're at least aware of that just simply because, you know, they're mentioned about Tommy Bull, which is apparently I only heard just the one mention of that. But it's kind of frustrating to me that it exists that way. And I'm glad you curated this list uh, and hopefully you include that list in the show notes. <laughs> I will absolutely include that in the show notes because I think... Uh, you know, to get, the, and I'll, I'll also include a couple of other episodes that I would have noted because we're doing these reviews, you know, once a week, we have to squeeze them in among all, everything else we do. So I, it's not realistic to be like, hey, go listen to seven hours of podcast for you so, so you can uh, do this review. But I would like to see this podcast grow. I, I think it's one of my all time favorites. I mean, I'm spoiling the ending here. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised that I, I like this podcast, but. I think the challenge is having that information going into it, knowing what it is and going through and listening to the key episodes to kind of get you up to speed. And and then you could go back in and fill fill in with other episodes in, in the back catalog because there's there's a lot of really great ones. But it is it is it is the two of them together yeah. that make this great because actually as you said, Brady loves to rib on Tim. And that's just the kind of friendship they have. You can tell because it's very natural. Yeah. And Tim plays along with it really, really well. I don't think I've ever listened to an episode of this where I wasn't smi- just smiling through the whole episode. It's just, it will make you feel good because it's funny. And it's like sitting in on a conversation between two people who are individually funny or nice or you know likable, but together there's something about their chemistry together that makes it even better. Yeah, it, what I find interesting is that Brady's content, at least, uh, you know, from the perspective of his YouTube channel, uh, is very science-based, right? Yes. And obviously, if he's doing a podcast with CGP Cray, it's probably, again, going to be very science-based to, to a degree. Mm, no, um, not really. Well, I, I haven't <laughs> listened to Hello Internet, so I can't say for certain. Yeah. I'm just... I'm familiar with CGP, uh, CGP Cray's content and Brady's content on their own channels, mm-hmm. so that's just the assumption I had, but... It's funny to see that you have this guy who's probably, he's probably, I, I would guess that Brady's maybe an atheist, right? But his best friend is a pastor. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and their chemistry is just so good. You could tell that they just really enjoy talking to one another. They just, yeah, it, like I said, it's just, it feels like old friends that are just talking, which is really, really great. And again, it's the best chemistry I've seen between two podcast hosts, any podcast yet. Yeah. It really is what makes it great. And you mentioned Hello Internet. That was my first exposure to Brady at all, actually. I wasn't even aware. I mean, I do watch a lot of the YouTube channels of people in that circle. So like CGP Grey and um, Smarter Every Day and a bunch of other ones that have worked with Brady in the past. But I wasn't really aware of his videos or at least did not know that they that those videos were tied to him, basically, that he was the one producing them. But um, with Hello Internet, that's a... Uh, I would struggle to describe what that is. That's a very different type of podcast. But it is, again, kind of about the banter between two people who are interesting and who are friends. But when you compare that one, which is a hugely popular, it's on hiatus right now, but it's a hugely, hugely popular podcast to the Unmade podcast. I think the Unmade podcast is far superior just because of that chemistry. like Like I said, Brady and CGP Grey have great chemistry as well, but it just doesn't hold a candle to to Tim and Brady they, because they're best friends and they've been friends for years. 
and I know we have Hello Internet as it's in our to do list of podcasts to review. And right. Even even Brady's not so, like in Brady's YouTube content, like you know periodic videos and <clears throat> number file. He he himself is not really inserted into those videos a right. lot. But I liked him in those videos because he 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 kind of has that personality like of Destin from Smarter Every Day where. They're just they just crave knowledge and they're genuinely interested in what these people are talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I've liked Brady. CGP Gray, on the other hand, I like his content, but sometimes I find him to be a little insufferable. But <laughs> I guess we'll see. It, so I'm, I'll be interested to see how their chemistry plays off one another uh, in Hello Internet. I may have a different opinion of CGP Gray after listening to that. I don't know. But. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might because it is a very different side of him. I think compared to what you see in his videos, but. I've held off on us doing a review on that one because because it is on a hiatus and it may be an indefinite hiatus. It's it's kind of vague. There's no no real updates or anything. So I don't know if it's completely dead or if it's going to be coming back. So I was kind of holding off. But yeah, as far as the Unmade podcast goes, the other thing I think is really interesting. So, I mean, they obviously have a, a decent following. They have a Patreon, um, which is how they monetize. They also have a lot of merch. A lot of merch, which is focused around a lot of the in-jokes. So there's Sofa Shop-related merch. There's uh, Tommy Ball-related merch. There's KFC-related merch because Tim loves KFC, and that's become a thing. The The thing that I really like is how they do their ad reads. So, and I, I know it's been a while since I've listened to some of the older episodes, so I know that that has evolved over time. So in the episodes you listened to, well, I don't think they had ad reads in episode five. I think it was too early for that, but... Did they have ad reads in any of the others you listened to? Yes, and I actually have this as one of my bullet points, is that it's not so much of an ad read, but it is discussion. Yes. <laughs> um, and so the the episodes I was listening to, they I think it was Hover.com yeah. or something, which was their sponsor, which is basically you can just register like these weird domains. And I think, I don't know if TimHine.Ninja is still a thing or not. <laughs> but um, It is, <clears throat> it is. It is, okay. So, the, you know, they talk about... You know, it's not so much like, hey, here's the product. Please go buy product. It's more or less like, hey, let's go ahead and play around with this product while we're talking about it. And so they're like, let's see what kind of cheeky URL we can make up right now. So I think they were trying to look for unmade.berkowitz or, or, or what was it? No, made by Berkowitz or something kind of URL. But yeah. I actually kind of enjoyed that because it's different than any other ad read. It doesn't sound like, feel like a commercial. Yes. Right. It's almost like. If the ad read was like, okay, let's put them in a, these guys are in a focus group talking about whatever it is they're pitching. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And they're, and they're legitimately funny. I like, I actually enjoyed the ad reads. Yeah. The, they, and they, and they really work hard to do that because Hover's been back. I mean, that's, they're still a sponsor, an active sponsor of them. But um, Storyblocks is one that they've been, I think in the last six months or so, has been a sponsor of theirs. And I think one of the first times, because Storyblocks is a, um, it's a subscription service, but you get access to tons of video clips and pictures and just all the stock footage and stock videos and stuff like that and sounds and whatever you can imagine. So they started, when they started out with Storyblocks as a sponsor, I think, and this is so smart because it gets people to click through to the link. He challenged the listeners to, if they didn't know what Tim looked like, because of course Tim doesn't really have much of an internet presence aside from his Twitter. It's like, if you don't know what Tim looks like, I want you to go to Storyblocks and find stock photos of what you think he looks like based on his voice <laughs> and then send them to us or tag us in Reddit or whatever. So that was a whole running thing, which was really funny. And then just recently, he, he created a game where he used video clips from Storyblocks and he, and he posted on the YouTube video too, so you could actually play along where it was like A to Z and you had to name what was in the picture that was that letter. 
the way they do their ad reads is very creative. It generates a lot of traffic. It's just really smart. Like I said, Brady's pretty savvy with this stuff, you know, having been a YouTuber for so long. But I've never, I think since the podcast's inception, I don't think I've ever skipped an ad read because it's never a read. It's the two of them bantering and talking about it every time. So it's different every single time. That's super refreshing and it's not annoying. And I wish more podcasts would do something similar to that other than just like literally cutting to a commercial. Right. Um, which, you know, that seems to be what, most ad reads, 99% of ad reads are these days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, for the most part, it's it's a really fun podcast. There's a lot of really great ideas. Oh, and the other thing I should mention is that if you're a Patreon subscriber, so Brady was famous for this also on the Hello Internet podcast, but he really likes coming up with ideas of ways to reward fans of the show. And so if you're a Patreon supporter, well, one of the perks is you can submit ideas and they'll read them on air, uh, ideas for podcasts. But the really inventive one is one of the more recent sort of additions to the format of the podcast is Spoon of the Week because Tim's Tim recently moved and his father was he collected those souvenir spoons. So he has like hundreds of them. And so every week, you know, he describes one and there's a section of the website where you can go and see what the Spoon of the Week looks like. Well, it's become a thing now. So every week they quote unquote spin the wheel and pick one of their Patreon supporters and they're sending them out this, um, they had a custom made souvenir spoon for the unmade podcast. So it's just, if you're a Patreon supporter, you have a chance at being a winner of one of those spoons because every week they pick a name. So they get really creative. I think a lot of that's Brady, but it gets really, really creative with ways to interact with the fans or reward the fans of the show. He did something similar with Hello Internet that was really popular. So I just thought that was kind of cool because that was a that was a monetary investment he had to make. So he's taking some of the money they've earned from the show and he's turning it into something that can be a perk for the fans. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. They they had their Patreon up at least by episode twenty seven and they were they had talked about like some of the rewards mm-hmm. and stuff and what they were going to do with it. it. They hadn't mentioned it a whole lot, so I, their Patreon was probably pretty small at the time uh, mm-hmm. still. It seems like that they really value their community. Yes. Because um, just like the little bit I've looked around, you know, they're like, hey, we got a subreddit. You need to check it out. And I'm assuming that means they're active on Reddit. Oh, yeah. At least at least Brady is. I know Brady's pretty active in the subreddit. I think Tim dips in yeah, there. Yeah, I can't see. I don't. Yeah, I can't see Tim using Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a little too wholesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that might be it. He is on Twitter, though, and he does does interact with pretty much, I mean, even if it's just to like your tweet, if you tweet back or or respond or anything, he's he's very, he makes sure to always respond. Um, and, And what's great is that the interaction between those two online is sort of the same as it is in the show. So Tim will post something, you know, a picture of he's studying for... He was working on um, a presentation he was going to be giving for his church, I think. And so he had a picture of a bunch of books stacked up with his computer monitor. And and Brady responded and he had edited it to put KFC's website on the screen. Tim loves KFC. He's like, here, I fixed that for you. You know, so there's that kind of stuff. If you follow their Twitters, you can you can you can continue to see that happening. It's it's very clear that that's just a natural part of their relationship. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, I was. After listening to episode five, I was kind of dreading it, and um, but I'm glad I stuck with it, yeah, and I do enjoy it. And I think if you're new to it, if you just randomly choose an episode, you're probably going to, you might get lucky. It might be an episode that doesn't have too many in-jokes in it, but I, I would definitely check the show notes and at least start with that if you really want to. And, I, and it, the payoff is worth it. So I I like I don't hate it. I like it. 
And I do find myself wanting to listen to more of it. It's probably going to be something I include. So I may have to hit you up for more episodes to get, kind of get caught up. Yes. But, uh, it's something I do want to include in my regular rotation. Yes. Don't miss episode 42 because that particular, it, the, the Money for Nothing cover that Tim plays ad hoc becomes a very long running gag that is going to be important for every episode pretty much after that. So um, okay. that's, a, that's a definitely one. But yeah, I'll write up in the show notes. I'll have kind of a list of the episodes, a kind of quick little recap of some of the different in-jokes for anybody who wants to try to dive in. Obviously, I don't hate this podcast. I love it. It's it's fam- it's very family friendly. There is yes. there's no swearing, there's no politics, there's no current events, there's there's nothing like that. It is literally just these two friends it's it's almost like the the conceit of the podcast was just a reason for them to, to get on the phone and, and chat each week you know like just another yeah. <laughs> reason for them to talk and have fun together so it, i just i can't recommend it enough it's wholesome yeah it's it's completely wholesome and in fact they recently did an episode well they had an unmade idea they had a podcast idea about a you know a wholesome podcast and they actually did an episode when he was in Australia visiting with Tim's mom, where she makes, you know, a warm cup of Milo and a piece of toast with Vegemite on it. It is <laughs> the very definition of wholesome. So, uh, yeah, so I will do that. So check it out in the show notes if you're interested. Again, I think it's, it is a, a wonderful, wonderful show. I understand that banter can be off-putting in some podcasts, but in this one, this is, this is like the perfect version of it. So highly recommend it. For our second podcast, we're going to be talking about another podcast that features a lot of banter, My Favorite Murder. And I was really excited about this one because I had not listened to any episodes of this in the past. It was recommended to us by someone, and it is hosted by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstart. So Karen is, she's a comedian, I think they're both comedians, a uh, comedic writer, I think she wrote for The Ellen Show one of the things on her resume. And then Georgia Hardstark is a former TV host. Oh, that's right. She's not a comedian. She's a former TV host from the Cooking Channel. So they're both big time true crime fans and started this podcast in 2016. And the concept was each week they would get together and they would tell each other a murder story. So they would dig up and research a story of a murder and or murders if it's a serial killer and just basically tell the story to the other one. And the concept is this is my favorite murder. So I have heard of this podcast forever and it's been on my list to check out for a long time because I like true crime podcasts so I was excited for the chance to listen to it and check it out and hear what all the fuss is about because it has a huge following very huge following I, I know they've done a ton of live shows this this show is this podcast is super super popular but much like unmade podcast I think what has made it popular what I'm my impression of it based on recent episodes is that what's made it popular is the banter between the two hosts and their conversation because the format of each episode sort of starts out with the two of them talking. I don't think it's a hard structure, but I think it's generally like, what have you been watching, reading, consuming over the last week or whatever since the last time we talked? I think that's really what it's sort of focused on. Um, And so they'll talk, I think it's like 20 minutes all the way up to a half hour of just the bantering before they get into the murder stories. And so... I know when I first started listening, I was a little put off by that initially because I was thinking, when are they going to get to the true crime? (laughs) Because it was a lot of banter before that. So knowing that that's usually something you're not fond of, what did you think when you first started listening to it? Did you do any research before you started listening like as to the background on the show? Okay. No. Um, Although when I saw the 
it was actually interesting. I watched a little documentary about the drama behind the Ellen show. Uh, I forget which one it is, but she's on the, uh, you know, the, you have the two ladies both on the cover of the, I guess the title card or whatever for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she was one of the people that was involved in some Ellen drama years ago. But anyways, so I, I didn't, I don't know who these people are other than her, uh, which is, I think, Kilgraf. And yep. then uh, I, I, I had never even heard of the podcast. So, and a friend of ours who recommended it, I... I believe she did had mentioned something about the banter in there. So I was like, oh boy. I'll just give you kind of a short summary of my first few notes. Quick notes I made. <laughs> short intro. Now, before I say that, I, I listened to episode 246 because I looked through all the episodes. The titles didn't really tell me a whole lot. Uh, so I just picked one that was called uh, episode 246. Thanks for the lols. And <sighs> short intro, banter, and then OMG, I don't care. <laughs> That was an actual note <laughs> on my document. I, I have a lot of thoughts about this, right? And there is some parallels between these two podcasts, right? Because Unmade, uh, between Unmade and uh, My Favorite Murder, is that there is a lot of banter. The big difference between the two is that the banter between uh, Tim and Brady and Unmade Podcasts, it's very targeted banter. And I think I mentioned this in our review of it. Their banter is about the subject that they're talking about. Right. Which is mm. the like, here's my podcast idea. Now let's have banter about it. This is let's just have banter about whatever we're thinking of that doesn't do anything with true crime. And then we get into the true crime. So it's pointless banter from my perspective. Now, if I actually cared about these two people, that might be different. But I typically find myself not caring about the podcast host, at least when it comes to something like biography or history or science or in this case, true crime. It's more about the subject than the podcast host. And that's just my personal preference when it comes to podcasts. One of the things I noted in this episode, the title of the episode is based off something that happened during the banter. The banter was 32 minutes long. They covered two murders. The first murder they only covered was 22 minutes long. So the banter actually was longer than the point of the podcast talking about murder. I got super frustrated and annoyed by that. And in, in their banter kind of is very giggly. I almost got pop culture therapist feel out of it, but I, <laughs> I, I, oh, I hated it. I couldn't, I wanted to like, okay, I, part of me was like, okay, let's get another episode in there, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to listen to another episode and go through 30, 45 minutes of banter. Yeah. So I actually ended up listening to four episodes of this because I, I had a feeling that the amount of banter had likely evolved over time. And generally, if that happens, I think it's probably a reaction to the fan interaction that they're getting. So my guess is, because I went back and I listened to an episode, and I think most of the episode titles, which I find a little annoying, they come from the banter section. They have nothing to do with either of the murder stories they're telling. So you have to go in and read the description to find out what they're covering in that episode. Well, there was an episode called Hither and Yon, and I listened to, it was from 2017. I went way back after I listened, because the first thing I did was listen to three recent episodes, one of which was a mini-sode. And then I went back and listened to one from 2017. Now, they still had the banter section there. It was a little bit shorter, and I think it was a little bit more focused because it was specifically, what have you been watching, reading, consuming? And I'm guessing that the reason they added that is because... There's so much true crime stuff out there right now. There's documentaries. And I noticed that in that episode, I believe it was in that one, they, some of what they were talking about was like a, a recent series on Netflix that was um, true crime related or something. So 
I think that might have been where it started. So it might have been a little bit more focused to the topic of the podcast. But to your point now, it is just whatever they want to talk about or complain about or whatever. And at first, so the first episode I listened to is from August of this year, 2012, well, of last year now, 2020. And I mean, the first 20 minutes, I was, all my show notes were like, oh my God, I hate this. Why does it sound so bad? First of all, because there was all these like, it sounded like they were building the microphone stand, the micro, microphones were attached to the entire recording. It sounded terrible. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is this huge podcast. How could it be so bad? But then I found out that that was right after they had moved to recording from home. They had only newly done that because they used to have a studio. So I think they kind of were still adjusting to that because of the whole pandemic thing. So I, I gave them, you know, I, I scratched out my note and was like, okay, that's a little more forgivable because if you listen to later episodes, it gets much better. And from the banter perspective, I wouldn't say it's pop cultural therapy level bad. They are a little, a little LA, a little too LA for my tastes. There's a little bit more complaining that I, than I like in my banter. But after listening to multiple episodes, I started to find myself liking it. I do like the murder section. I like when they actually get to the murder stories. I like the way they tell the stories. And I really like the way they specify every single source. So they'll be like, okay, this was on, there was an episode of Dateline on this. Uh, there's a YouTube series called X. There's also a book, blah, blah, blah. You know, like they'll list every, or, or another podcast. Like one of the episodes, one of the things they were covering was like, oh, there was uh, two other podcasts that have covered this and they named them. So I thought that was really kind of cool because there's so many true crime podcasts and they've all covered Son of Sam or, or who, you know, the big famous killers, you know, they've, they've all done those. So I thought it was kind of cool that they credited all of the different sources where they got their stories. So I think for me, the banter is tolerable. Once I got, once I started listening to more episodes and I started to get a little bit more sense of their personality, it became less annoying. I think when you just listen to it cold, knowing nothing about the host, having never listened to the show, it did come off as really, really annoying. But the more episodes I listened to, the more I was like, eh, it's not so bad. It's it's sometimes a little funny. It's tolerable. I think if I was going to continue to listen to this, which I, I may do, because I do love true crime podcasts and I like that part of the podcast, I'll probably just skip through. And because the other frustrating thing is they have the banter. After the banter is their mid-roll ad reads. And that could be up to two to three minutes. Like it's it's a lot of ads. Yeah, that, that was actually a note of mine that the that the ad roll is very long. Yeah, and so and I guess they're probably trying to keep from interrupting the murder stories by just dumping all the ads in one place, which I I'm fine with that. Like I know other podcasts do that as well, where they put all the ads either up front or at the end, and and it's this long section of ads. So it was like you get through all the banter. You're like, all right, I'm ready to hear some murder, and then it's ads for the next two or three minutes. So you really have to enjoy the banter I think to appreciate this podcast fully or you got to just skip all of that and go straight to the murder stories yeah in the episode I listened to the murder story to me it felt like it was just reciting a wikipedia page and it didn't feel that they were as engaging as like let's say park predators with the what is it Delilah uh the I can't remember her last Delia D'Ambria yeah yes yes that's it yeah uh who was super engaging like she's really into it just you know, she's telling a story and for them, uh, for my favorite murder, at least the one episode I listened to, which I will admit, I, I didn't give it a fair shake simply because I just couldn't do it. Um, this was, at least I was able to complete it. Unlike, uh, oh, last podcast. Yeah, the last podcast yeah. I left, I couldn't remember the name. 
at least I was able to finish this, but I was just like, I can't. I, I've got way too many other podcasts to listen to. This is terrible. And I was like, this is just, it, it's like reading a Wikipedia article. I didn't feel like they were really super engaged in it. And again, it could have just been that episode. Maybe they were scrambling to find something. And that's why the the banter was so long and the actual murder part was so short. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just did not engage me at all. Because I was like, finally, I was like, okay, we got through all this banter. Oh, great. Here's an ad roll. I'm still not in the murder thing yet. And it's been almost 40 minutes by the time the ads are done. And when it finally happens, I'm like, I could have just looked this up on Wikipedia and got the same information <laughs> and would have been done with it in 10 minutes, as opposed to sitting here for 40, 40 minutes waiting to get to it. And maybe again, and I had thought about, OK, if I'm going to listen to another episode, I'm just going to skip the banter. But I'm like, but that wouldn't be fair for this podcast either. So I'd much rather right. be up front and say, I'm not listening to another episode because I hated it other than or than saying I just skipped a bunch of parts of it. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing a podcast review show, you kind of have to listen to the whole podcast. I think it comes down to and it was actually one of the episodes I listened to. I want to say it was the old one from 2017. I mean, they started in 2016, but it was towards the, I think it was from uh, September 2017. They had just come back from doing a live tour in Australia, a couple of live shows in Australia. And they were both talking about kind of being burned out on researching the podcast because, you know, a lot of times if you're researching murders or serial killers or whatever, it, it's pretty dark stuff. And if you're constantly immersing yourself in it, it might be getting, I, I, I don't know if, and I don't know, I haven't listened to the episode you're talking about. Because I think the ones I listened to, and I'll, I'll talk about one of the, one of them was one of the quilt episodes, which I want to talk about. But one of the ones I listened to, I thought it was, it was a little more than a Wikipedia article because they started out with like the last murder, but it was an accident. It was a guy who had killed basically, I think three of his wives, if I remember correctly. Um, but it's, they started out with the last one in the nineties where she fell at the Grand Canyon and then sort of went back and started working their way forward. Like the presentation of it was not just a linear telling from A to Z. It was, let's start here, tell you the story. Here's what everybody thought about that because it was clearly an accident. And then going back and sort of building into why that was so suspicious. There was more thought put into the writing of the episode or the writing of the story than it sounds like was the case in the one that you listened to. So I suspect there's one of two things happening. Either... One of the two of them is better at the writing of their story than the other, because I do think there was an episode of Murder, I can't remember which one, where I felt like it was a little bit more linear and straightforward. I feel bad for saying this, but I still can't quite tell who is who on the show when I'm listening, because their voices (laughs) are different, but not quite different enough that I can be like, that's Georgia? And they don't say their names to each other a lot, so I I get lost as to who is who. But I, I think Karen might be the better writer of the two, which would make sense. I mean, she's a comedic writer. So, and, and I do think there may be elements of this being one of those kind of shows where they have good episodes and they have not so good episodes. They have so much volume. A, they're probably running out of murders. I mean, not that you can run out of murders, a lot of murders, but there's that. And B, potential burnout, right? I think to your point, that might be why the banter part of the episode is so much more now than just the, the murder part of the episode. Right. And here's the thing is that this was a recent episode. This was recorded back in late October of 2020. So mm-hmm. if it, it, if it was like a straight Wikipedia read or something like back in there and it was their 10th episode. OK, you know, maybe I can give it some you know leeway there uh, as they're still trying to find out like what's the most engaging way of doing it. But yeah, this was a fairly recent episode. So I was just like, now, with that yeah. having been said, though, 
when they actually talk about the murders, and I will give them credit for this, there's no banter. At least uh, yeah. the one I listened to, it was straight up, we're going to get on point, we're going to talk about it, bing, bang, boom, they are, they are 100% on it once they actually start talking about the murder. I don't know this for sure, but my theory is that, because I'm basing this on what I saw in the merch, I'm basing this on what I saw from one of the quilt episodes, which is where they like put together clips of their live shows. And I want to talk about that one because I think that was, it, it kind of clued me in as to maybe why this is so popular. I think that the it, the intent is not to make it funny, but sort of like last podcast on the left to put a comedic element into the telling of the story by having the other person listening and making comments because one of the episodes I was listening to well like for example one of their one of their real popular merch items says this is terrible keep going I think the concept is that these two are both funny so for example the quilt episode I listened to was called flapper bob it was from September this year and it had a story from the live show two stories i think but one of them was about deaths and injuries at coney island and it was hilarious it had a very visual component which i'm going to get to why that was annoying me because it wasn't on a they don't have like a corresponding youtube as far as i could tell um and they have zero show notes nothing well they if you go to their website and you find the episode on the website there will be some of the stuff there. Like this Coney Island one, granted it was a live show, right? So it's not specifically designed for the podcast audience. But it was, they would show pictures of each of the rides as they were talking about these different injuries and deaths that had happened. And that's kind of what made it hilarious because some of these rides, you're just like, wow, that does look like a death trap. But in the podcast feed, there are no show notes. There's nothing. So if you go to the website, there was maybe half of the pictures were there. Not even half, maybe like a third. Um, So I had to just Google them as I was listening because clearly the picture was a big component of it, which makes sense for a live show. But it was really, really funny. It was way better than any of the episodes that I listened to. So I think my guess is that's sort of like a best of. Whatever's being done at their live show is kind of their best work, where they put really more effort into the comedy side of it. And I, if I had to guess, I would assume that maybe that was what the sh- how the show was originally designed. I also realize it's hard to, when you're talking about really dark stuff, sometimes comedy is a little hard to fit in there. I know last podcast and left to struggle with that in the past. The problem is, if you're coming into the episodes and starting to listen to them now, the banter seems like it's way too much. And the writing of the murder stories is very up and down. I think some episodes are really good. Some of the murder stories are really good. Some of them are, like you said, sort of like a Wikipedia article. They're just sort of, here's what happened and not that interesting. I mean, it's clear that the banter is really popular with the fans because they made Breakout. They now have an extra episode every week. There's some banter and they, I think, I think the idea behind the episode is, or the minisodes is mostly them just reading stuff submitted from the fans. They're like think good things that have happened to them because I think it's supposed to be sort of offsetting all the darkness of the murder stories but their banter and the interaction with the fans this is one of those podcasts where the fans feel like they know the hosts I'm pretty confident and that that's why they keep coming back yeah and, and at least from my perspective of the episode it was like everything else but the murders was more important which mm-hmm. is why I got super frustrated I almost, I almost got kind of angry at it because of that <laughs> yeah I think I think more out of spite, like, I'm not going to listen to their episode because they're doing this. Right. But, and again, like I said, when they get to the murder part, it, it is pretty, it's all about that, 100%, very little banter and stuff, at least this episode. 
And I was like, okay, if they had just had the banter was like five minutes, I could live through that. And it was just the murder stuff after that. Then I probably wouldn't have had any issues with the podcast, even if it is a straight up a Wikipedia read that they've kind of felt a little checked out on. But still, it was they were interesting, you know, murders to listen to, Uh, especially Mm -hmm. the second one, because it was about a lot of it was kind of Manson family ish in a weird sort of way. So it was still interesting content. It just it just wasn't super engaging. And the fact that it was it seemed like the least important part of the podcast just angered me. And <laughs> and I don't really care for their personalities too much either. Like you said, they're a little too L.A. They kind of sometimes put in their political opinions, which is going to happen during banter. And I really don't care what their opinions are, their political opinions are. I mean, I listen to Jimmy Dore, for heaven's sakes, who's I pretty much disagree on everything, but I, I love Jimmy Dore, right? <laughs> but unlike Jimmy Dore, they're super smug about their political opinions. Just yeah. schmarmy smugness. It's like you can almost taste it. It just chew it. It's so bad. And I'm just like, ugh, I, I just don't care. That's that's actually it's funny you say that because my so when I first started listening to this, like I said, I the banter drove me nuts. The whole the whole they're a little too LA. It's just the way like you said, there's a little bit of smarminess, there's a little bit of we're right and everybody else is stupid kind of attitude yes. about anything that they express, you know, complaining opinions, yep. whatever. And again, I don't really care well, because I mean, it's the same reason people today just don't trust mainstream media because they feel like these people are in ivory towers. Their opinion is better than the great unwashed mass. So right. that's that's where that right. smugness came from that really annoyed me. Even though it was like yeah. it, it was like two small things they had said, but I just put a really sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, oh, these people are enjoying their moral high ground. Yes. And what's funny is I, I didn't listen to the same episode as you. But I had the same experience in a recent episode. And and again, maybe that's because because in the earlier episodes, I didn't really get that. There wasn't much of that kind of discussion in the banter. So maybe it was just because it was around election time and, you know, maybe the, the everything's a little heightened. But yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that. But whatever, you're used to it at this point. The more I listened to the episodes that I did listen to, I won't say I started to enjoy the banter, but it, it annoyed me less and less. It got to the point where I was, I wasn't, I was like, I'll keep listening. I don't have to skip this or I don't have to tune out. And I do think when it comes to the actual point of the podcast, which is the murder stories, I think that's kind of up and down. I think it's probably sometimes really great and sometimes not so great. So I'm not going to dismiss it outright. I think there's a reason a podcast does not get that huge without some quality. And clearly the people that listen to their podcast really enjoy their banter and their their style of humor, I think, because they can be funny. There were several moments that I laughed, you know, out loud, uh, especially during the, the live show bit where they were talking about the rides, the Coney Island <laughs> deaths and injuries. I f- almost feel like, again, I don't have enough episodes under my belt to be sure of this, but I almost feel like they go through periods where they're burnt out a little bit. And I think the writing reflects that as well as the the actual outline of the podcast in terms of how much time they spend on the banter versus how much time they spend on the stories. But I will say, clearly, because of their following, a lot of people enjoy that. And if I had to guess, that probably developed organically over time because of interactions with their fans. And they do have 
clearly a lot of interaction with their fans between the live shows. They don't have Patreon, but they have something called uh, the Fan Cult membership, which I think is like 40, it was like $39.99 a year where you get like perks and merch discount, merch discounts and members only content, that sort of stuff. So it's very similar to Patreon, but just managed on their own. And I think if I'm going to be honest, based on their ads, they're a good portion of their fan base is around our age or my age, at least like I'm, I'm in my early 40s. And <laughs> I have a note here. I said, I feel attacked by all the ads about adult onset acne <laughs> products. <laughs> so I think that is kind of their age, their their target demographic or their natural demographic is is probably a lot of women, a lot of women that are 30s and 40s. I'll say this. I can see why it has a big following. I can see why a lot of people, I can see that because anytime you come into a podcast where there's that much focus on the the two hosts, it's usually because that podcast has been around a really long time and the fans of that podcast like the two hosts. They want to hear them talking. And just because they have a big audience and they're successful doesn't mean it's necessarily good because, I mean, reality TV, case in point. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't know what else to say about it. I hate it. <laughs> just... <laughs> I, and the thing is, I, I do agree. Like, I, maybe I need to give it more episodes, but it le- I just... There were so many things about it just left a bad taste in my mouth that, it, it, like I said, it yeah. felt like the whole point of the podcast was the last thing that they were concerned about. It was almost like, oh, well, it's time to get on to the murders, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's just kind of the feeling I just had about it. And it just it really, I mean, that's like us spending, let's say, hey, you know what, our podcast, let's make an hour and a half long where we'll spend 45 minutes doing banter and then be like, well, we got to talk about some podcasts. So let's do it. You know, <laughs> that's that's how it felt to me. And it just angered me. So I hate it. I'm never going to listen to it again. I'm done with it. It's it's not bad. as It's not as bad as last, po- last podcast on the left, but it's probably the second worst podcast I've listened to. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to come down on the side of I don't hate it. I don't I don't love it. I don't even know if I like it, but I can appreciate I can appreciate it. I can appreciate that there are fans of this. It's just the I think the banter is a little too much. It's I don't mind. I mean, clearly I, I made you listen to the unmade podcast so we could review it. I like banter. Um, it's not something that will turn me off on a podcast, but it has to work. And I it doesn't doesn't feel unnatural. I just don't think the banter, they're not the type of people I want to listen to bantering, I think is what it, it boils down to. I don't really identify with them because they're so L.A. I may go through and cherry pick and find the episodes that are all the live shows because I think that was really, really good and go listen to those. But I don't think I'm going to subscribe and I'm definitely not going to be listening to, to ongoing episodes regularly. I just It's just a little too much of the banter for me too. So I, I'm going to say I don't hate it, but... Yeah, I'm not in the I love it campaign here, so. Well, and one other point I got to make is that I, I haven't mentioned Joe Rogan yet at all this episode, so here's my obligatory <laughs> Joe Rogan mention. Have thoughts you want to share? Send us an email at whyihateyourpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at whyihateyourpodcast.com. You can also find us at Hate Your Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our intro, transition, and outro music is by Kevin McLeod and licensed under Creative Commons. Please see the show notes for details. 